Welcome back to On the Path. And I already forgot what I was going to say after that. It's one of those days right in the middle of the week. We discuss all things Witcher and we explore all things Witcher here. Lucy, as always, what is you drinking? Um, Water. Sorry oh. to not be more exciting, but it is 10 p.m., sir. So I'm not drinking any caffeine. I'm on the water. I've, I've got a sleepy time tea because I, oh, I pulled out a white apricot tea and saw the caffeine level was three out of five. And was like, mm. probably shouldn't do that when I'm having trouble sleeping already. So this is some cozy time sleepy tea. So if I nod off, sorry. <laughs> I'll, take the, I'll take the reins. Don't worry. There you go. All right. I also have a new camera. I was going to say it's much cozier. Yeah, it is. It's a lot better. I've got a little arm right here. I'm no longer, you're no longer like looking <laughs> down on me. I think it already looks better. It does. Uh, to that aspect. So yeah, this is a little bit different. I, not, what's it called? I fiddle with, tinker. There you go. I tinker, tinker. with everything. I'm sure you do like your stream setup and all of that. Mm -hmm. Always something to mess with. So this yeah. is the latest one here. We have a couple of announcements, big announcements to do. First one is... We have an actual dedicated Discord now. Yay. I'm so excited about that. It feels like we've got our own little home instead of being like shoved into a corner of my Discord. And then we've only had it for a day and we have like 50 people in there already. Yes, it has been very good. So yes, it is dedicated in there. I'm looking at it now. You can do a little introduction, but yeah, we have just a general channel. There's one just about the podcast. There's suggestions. So if you like that, an easy way to do it. Book chat spoiler book chat <laughs> yes I can finally i'm free yeah i made free that channel um i sort of started making all the channels on the discord and was making uh books games and uh made a spoiler book chat and just kind of wrote a message in this is where you can talk bye and i've like yeah. blocked the channel <laughs> muted it so i don't even get notifications <laughs> because previously i was getting notifications for it and i was so tempted mm. and i also i'm one of those people like i hate having notifications on my phone like i have to clear them all off so i had to just mute it and almost like remove myself as a viewer of that channel because i was too tempted and i see that it had a lot of messages in it already so i'm glad that i've like backed out for now i'll join you one day in there you'll join me one year one <laughs> decade in there maybe but yes eventually so make sure to join that if you use discord because yes all those different channels won't be just thrown into one another thing you can do is introduce yourself and sebastian from there commented about the old whispers of oxenford episodes and as always they are linked to a google drive below no one's told me it hasn't worked so i'm assuming that it still works. So all of those episodes are there. If you've read the books or if you just like a refresher, it's worth pretty good for 10 to 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. My throat is dying. It's the first week of school. I've talked all day for three days and my throat, <laughs> it like seizes up like that. So I'm having to, <clears throat> excuse me. Once I go on for a little bit, I'm having to really concentrate because I can just feel the puberty going through again, apparently <laughs> as it cracks. All right, so another fun thing. We're recording this. We haven't announced it yet, but by Monday, it will be out, and you're seeing it below. We have a Patreon. This is very exciting to me because I don't know what Patreon is hardly, but we've done a little bit of research. We've built one up, and yeah, it's going to be an exciting place for us to do some bonus content. It's bonus exclusive. 
Oh, yes, that was the word. Yeah. (laughs) And so the biggest thing out of this is nothing about this main feed is going to change. Yeah. We're still going to do the games. We're still going to do all the shows. Everything major that we've done will still be on there. This is just, again, going to be bonus exclusive content. $5 a month is the only level we have, Mm -hmm. mainly because I was forgetting about this. You know, Zoom costs and Lucy, (laughs) I kind of forgot like, oh, shit, that's right. The Zoom having to pay for and other stuff like that. That we've had to do in the past, seek past like that in the past. <laughs> uh, that we've had to do in the past, such as like the D&D stuff like that, mm-hmm. any graphics for the show, all that costs money. Also, just to pull back the curtain a bit, time this is very, very time consuming. We love to do it, but this is something where we've gotten to a point where we think we can do it, like a following, you know? Yeah. And something with ads, don't really want to do ads mm-hmm. really ever. I'm not opposed to it. Like we will sell out in a heartbeat <laughs> if oh, it yeah. comes to that. If anybody Send has me, any ideas, we'll do it. Yeah. Get, get your suggestions in. We'll put in three, four minutes of odds. No, I'm joking. Okay, <laughs> well, yeah, this is no, but in all seriousness, you know, we don't really want to clog that up, but this is yeah. a way we've been asked in the past as well, you know, how they can support it. So now we have to do it. The first thing that we're going to do, and it's going to come out like every one to two weeks, whether or not we can do it or not, but definitely at first it'll be one to two weeks. We're going to cover the HBO series, House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones. Yes. And I think the premiere was last night. Um, I think it was in London. Uh, I saw a few people that I follow on Instagram um, that were there and, you know, it's all very hush hush, but it is very exciting. Um, I don't really have any expectations for this show i don't know much about the story like what it, i know what roughly what it's about the targaryens of course um but i think that's a good way of going into this show just not really having super hyped expectations and just seeing what it is and then uh yeah we can do some bonus episodes for it i'm really excited and it will largely kind of be similar to this where I've read all the books yeah, <laughs> and you have not. So again, we'll exactly. kind of have both of that pers- or both of those perspectives in there. And again, this is just going to be completely bonus and we'll get that out. And then afterwards, when we're done with that, we'll let the patrons and everybody vote on what we will cover next. We'll put up like four or five things, put a poll, and then mm-hmm. y'all can decide what you want to hear us jabber about. Yep, that will be interesting to see what we end up doing. Another one that's been thrown around is the Cornetto trilogy, which I think we would love to do. Uh, I mean, yeah. probably shouldn't do that. I'd do that for free, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I won't say that. But yeah, like the Lord of the Rings, Power, Rings of Power, oh, yeah, I think is yeah. it is. that's coming out. So again, stuff like that in the future. We'll see how it goes because I've never done one either. But again, look for that. And I was almost about to, you said the show premiered last night. I thought We're recording did, this yeah. up. We're recording this on Wednesday. So I was about to be like, no, it's coming out Sunday. But then I was like, no, dumbass. This episode is coming out. This is where I'm at. It's Wednesday. Yes. Hump day. This is where my brain just starts to ooze out and I have to shove it back in there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've got that out of the way. A couple reviews and emails to go over. And then I promise we will start the show. We are at 99 reviews on Spotify as of this moment. So, so maybe close. by the time it comes out, we'll be over 100. But if not by then, you could be the 100th review if you're listening on Spotify. There we go. Otherwise, wherever you're listening to, whether it be Apple, you can rate and review it. And a good segue. I almost had it. A good segue into that. A bad segue is mispronouncing segue. Good segue is from Matt is not a bear in Apple Mm. reviews. I've been, it's a five-star review, by the way. I've been almost exclusively interacting with Witcher-related media for the past year. And this pod is a fun way to indulge myself further. 
It is. It's a fun way for us to indulge ourselves further as well. Mm-hmm. I was certain we've had Matt is not a bear review before because we made a comment that that is something a bear would say. I'm almost, I'm a 99% as positive <laughs> I can that I have said that line. Yeah. So yeah. multiple reviews, five stars, we'll take it. So thank you. And we have an email from yes. somebody. Yes, we do. And um, it's actually from the 2nd of August. So I apologize. We missed it last week, uh, but it's from a guy called Eric. And he says, good job, y'all. The podcast is amazing. I remember when the original Witcher came out, I found this podcast when my interest and ability to play the game was possible. Sony fanboy since 96. Um, And he goes on to say, thank you for real for the whispers of Oxenfurt. It was amazing. 10 out of 10. On the path at first for me to listen to was a little transition as I didn't have access to The Witcher show, so I lost interest, but I'm glad it expanded with more than the show commentary and I look forward to your episodes. 20 out of 10 would recommend Love Heart E.M. Bone, which is really sweet. That's a good review. And as soon as I heard or read Fanboy since 96, I'm like, I mean, that's a long time. Oh, shit. That's when I got a PlayStation also. Is it? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's a long time ago. Oh, that is. Yeah. I think I was three. You oh, were three? I was three in 96. Yeah. Okay. Why did I think? Wait. Oh, yeah. Boy, my math. Well, <laughs> I'm not a math teacher. I, you know what? Never mind. Okay. Bad math's right here. NA math, whatever you want to call it. All right. So. Then we got everything there out of the way. Again, we're only going to spoil stuff that is explicitly talked about in The Witcher 3. Anything bigger, we'll give a warning. There is some stuff from here, but I'm not going to go into it. I promise. Oh. I held back. I've got okay. my Discord. Well, because we're going to talk about... God dang it. I didn't mention what we were doing. We're going over Ugly Baby. Yeah. This part where we go back to Karen Morin. And the first part or the first mission you can do that we did is Disturbance. Mm-hmm. And then... The next couple of episodes will be this getting ready for this trekking off to find Siri. We get to meet the Witcher bros. We get Yen, Vesemir, everybody there. So with Ugly Baby, Lucy, take it away. His long search for Siri led Geralt to conclude that Uma, the ugliest man alive and the victim of a curse, was the key to finding the young woman. Need to talk to you. About? Uma, gonna take him with me. Gotta ask the Baron's permission. Thing is, he ain't here. Not about to ask for anything. I'm telling you, you can try to stop me. But that'd be an error, a mortal one. Think you got me shaking in my boots? You sure as hell should be. Yeah, so this is officially the beginning of Act 2 of the game. Um, And it's actually been a few weeks since we concluded Act 1 officially. So just to cast our minds back, at the end of Calm Before the Storm, uh, we see uh, the vision that Skjall is showing Yennefer. And he sees the creature Uma in the boat where he had previously seen Ciri and her mysterious companion. Um, And Geralt remembers Uma as this creature from the Bloody Baron's house. And he concludes that the ugliest man alive, Uma, is the victim of a curse and is also the key to finding Siri. So the next so, job- So sorry, uncalled for. What, the ugliest, ugliest man? Ugliest man alive. Like they say it over and over. It's and really just, awful. It is because number one thing, they're calling it a creature. This does not look like a man or a no. person. 
No, so I wouldn't have thought it wonder. was a person at all. I mean, they're not really treating it very well to begin with. So no. maybe it's just on brand. The Baron, Baron's men are just... They are really dreadful people. So it doesn't surprise me, but it is awful. Um, so Geralt goes to Crow's Perch to get Uma. And as you say, yeah, they're just kind of keeping him in the stables. Um, they do put up a little bit of resistance, but only because they kind of use Uma as entertainment and they kind of laugh at him. And Geralt suggests some other ways of entertaining themselves, such as sticking straws up of frogs' arses. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts? That's, no? <laughs> I wonder who thought of that. Somewhere, one of the writers... Yeah. Just what's the most actually now I said it or now I said it out loud. Maybe that's what some people did wherever this writer was from. Maybe that's where they got it from. Maybe. Maybe it was a old Polish childhood game. <laughs> old childhood <laughs> game. Hopefully. And then uh, if if the the stable man gives you any grief, Geralt says, don't let don't make me show you the Witcher way of playing that game. And uh, they agree to give hand Uma over. Uh, so Geralt is very sweet to Uma and kind of introduces him to Roach and says, you know, Roach is going to take us to Kaer Morhen, um, lifts Uma up onto the horse and away they go. Uh, but along the path, they are stopped by some Nilfgaardian soldiers who summon them to Vizima to see the emperor. Did, did you just say along the path? Along the path. Sorry, should I have said yeah. on the path? You had a perfect time to along be on, on the, the path. path. <laughs> along on, okay, well, that's the worst one. <laughs> along on the path. Excuse me, on the path, we there encounter we some Nilfgaardian soldiers who take us to Drink. Vizima. <laughs> yeah, every time I hear him say it in the game, I'm like, clip, clip, clip. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I did notice, as a, this is a side note, we got a cameo from Doug Cockle for one of our friends uh, who got married. And at the end of it, he says, Good luck on the path. And I was like, can we just clip that little bit and keep it for ourselves? Like, well, <laughs> bonus content, bonus content. There you yeah. Go. So we arrive at Vizima a day later and Yennefer is there too. And Amir is not very happy with Geralt's progress. Um, the cutest thing here is that Uma tries to bow to Amir and he's just all over the place. You know, he's got a real crooked back and he puts his arm up, bless him. He does try. Um, he, lo he looks like he's actually looking at Geralt and like, yeah. he's just, oh, we're bowing. Okay. Just it's like, really, really sweet. Um, Amir is not really impressed or interested in what they have to say, but demands uh, a report of how the search for Siri is going. Um, he doesn't really have much sympathy for Geralt in how difficult the task might be because he's kind of saying that he's having a tough time running things around Nilfgaard also. Geralt and Yen sort of use this, they use this moment to recap Ciri's story, how she showed up in Skellige, then went to Velen. All the whole story is recapped here, which is quite nice. If you, like me, found the Ciri story a little bit confusing to piece together, because it kind of tells you that the middle and then you go back to the start. So this was quite a good way of them piecing that all together for you. Um, very Witcher-esque jumping all around timelines. Yeah. It was this before or after, so very on-brand. Exactly. Uh, on point there. But Amir's not really interested in all the details or the plans. He just wants to know where she is. Uh, he gives Geralt half of the reward, which is 2,000 crowns, and says, you'll get the other half when you bring Ciri here. Um, you can kind of 
push back on him a little bit by saying you shouldn't expect me to come bring her back. But regardless, he just kind of dismisses you and Yen, Geralt and Uma leave. At this point, I was kind of thinking Yennefer's been in the room the whole time, but she hasn't really been saying much at all. And another person that noticed that was Geralt. And he kind of gives her a little bit of shit here for not bringing her worldly wit into the debate or conversation with Amir. And she kind of says, you know, I know the time and place for speaking up like that. And that was not it. This whole, a lot of today, and especially back at Care Morin, there's a lot of bitchiness at each other. And yeah. then, and this is where I think it's peak Yen just whining, bitching, moaning like the whole time. It's, I don't know yeah. how to feel about it. Yeah, there it is weird, and it's it's re- kind of regardless of how you chose to romance. Like even if you chose to say I love you, Yen, or if you didn't, if you didn't, it's even worse. But if you did, she's still just really up a height the whole time, and she's especially when you get to care more, and which I'll say about later. Um, yeah, she's just peak bitchy, not in the mood for it at all. <laughs> Um, Geralt gives her the phylactery and she says, I can't teleport you, Uma and Roach, so I'll meet you at Kaer Morhen. And Geralt is fine with that. So he hops back on Roach and away they go. So one week later, they arrive at Kaer Morhen and Roach and Uma are, you know, startled by this fork tail, which is kind of like this giant dragon thing, which flies really closely to them. Uh, and we'll talk about that more maybe later on in the next episode as to why there's fork tails everywhere. Um, but the one thing that I noticed mainly about this first little scene is the music. The Karen Warren music is just incredible. Um, it's one of my favorite bits of music. I always play it on my Be Right Back screen on my stream because it's just the most calm and soothing. And then the visually Karen Warren looks amazing as well. So this is the first point in the game where we get to properly explore Karen Warren. I know we get to see it in the in the kind of tutorial section at the start of the game, but this is where we can explore the full area also. The music has been stuck in my head all day. Yeah. Even now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Like it's Can just, hear it. oh man, it is. It's just calming. And all oh, the, I assume it's like almost like a tin whistle or something, a flute. Yeah. Something like a that. whistle. And it just, it just, yeah, it's, it's not scary. It's just no. so just chill home. I think that's exactly what it's supposed to be as well. Like this is Geralt's like safe place where he can just come and be with his family and relax, recoup. Uh, Unless Yennefer's there, which, you know, is a whole different story. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) So um, Uncle Vesemir greets us at the gate and he's looking a little rough around the edges. And he's quick to tell us that Yennefer has arrived and she has been, she flew in one day, didn't even say, hello, how are you? Just started ordering him and the Witcher bros around, um, and another thing that she did was go upstairs and throw a bed off the balcony out the window. And at, at, the, at the start, Vesemir didn't understand why he did this. And then he starts talking about, oh, that's where Triss used to sleep. And then it clicks. He goes, ah, that's <laughs> that's why Yennefer's thrown it out the window. Um, that realization is so good. It yeah. just stops mid-sentence. Oh, okay. That makes sense. There it is. And Geralt says, well, it's that or Yen really hates oak furniture. (laughs) 
Um, but one other thing that as she's done in typical Yen fashion is not told anybody what her actual plan is, but just ordered everybody around doing stuff. So that's got everybody a little bit annoyed, as you would expect. Did you go find the bed? Yeah. Okay. And Triss's earring. Yeah. So you can go around and you can find Triss's earring um, and you can take the earring or you can leave it there. Um, doesn't make much of a difference apart from if you take it, you can give it back to Triss later on. Um, I don't know if that's only if you've romanced her. Uh, oh, like to give it to her or to find yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. To give it to oh, her. To, oh, I guess we'll find out. We will. We'll have we to do a little to... bit of research there. Yeah. <laughs> at the end. Yeah. So, um, at this point I kind of like to go and explore around the castle a little bit. Uh, but to progress the quest, you have to go up and find Jennifer, who is fixing her megascope. And as you walk up the stairs, you hear explosions, her cursing and screaming. And she's just really not in the mood. And Geralt, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's making a joke of some sort. And she's like, I'm not in the mood, Geralt, like, leave me alone. She's very tightly strung. And, it's not uh, often we actually hear her cussing like that and showing like frustration where yeah. she's just dropping these bombs yeah she was she's really pissed off you can tell that she's just at, at the end of her tether as we would say um she says that's the third crystal to have blown up when she's trying to use this megascope um and yeah she needs she needs it for some urgent call that she has to make so it's kind of like a telephone i guess is a megascope but it's you kind of you can see people when you use it also uh Geralt questions her about the bed and she says she would rather sleep on the floor than in a bed infested with red hair. And the conversation goes differently depending on whether or not you rejected or um, got with Yen in the last wish. Uh, so if you rejected Yen in the last wish, she's even more annoyed and pissed off. And if you argue with her, she will basically teleport you into the sky above a lake <laughs> and just get rid of you. And then you have to walk all the way swim and then walk all the way back to the tower <laughs> and i just love that Geralt's just like oh went a little too far yeah <laughs> it's like yeah she's really not in the mood today she she said she wasn't in the mood Geralt pushed the wrong buttons mm -hmm. and that was it and if you because she's she's pissed off about the bed and she's pissed off that she knows that Geralt and triss have been there together when Geralt had lost his memory. Um, so if you romance Yennefer, she's kind of like, yeah, I understand that you lost your memory, but it's still not a nice thing for me to have to go through. Fair enough. Um, and then if you didn't romance Yennefer, she's really, really angry. And she's like, you shagged my friend. And I've, I've never heard in someone in the game say you shagged someone. It's, do Americans say that? No, not no, at I all. No, I didn't think the only so. The only time, or I should say the only time, the first time I ever heard that is Austin Powers 2, Spy Who yeah. Shagged Me. Yeah. And so I was, that's right, that was 99 because that came out Phantom Menace. And that's when I heard that. I'm like, shagged? I was like, <laughs> oh, that's just British for like bonked. Yeah, yeah. Banged. There you go. When I say bang, that's that must what it be is. the uh, British equivalent is shag. It's not, is that's not dirty though, is it? Like no, 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 it's quite so if a commonly kid like said or... that at school, it'd be okay. Um, it probably wouldn't be okay if a kid said it, okay, but it's yeah, yeah, essentially just like I don't know, it's yeah, it's quite commonly used. I wouldn't say it, it's not what something I would say. 
Are you shocked? On that then? note, there was a kid. <laughs> there was a kid in class today who had a shirt. I heart hot moms. <laughs> Do they not have like, a school uniform? A uniform? Oh God, no. Really? No, That's interesting. No, not at all. Most overwhelmingly, most public schools do not have that. Oh wow. So the, the ones that might would be like troublesome schools, if you will. That's okay. definitely not where I'm at. But I was just like, hey. And I kind of pointed to a shirt. <laughs> He's like, what? I love <laughs> hot moms. <laughs> he, he just goes, What? I do. And I was like, All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, dude. It's all right. No, every school here has got uniform. I just think every school is Harry Potter. That's it. Yeah. That's I mean, my my school uniform was wild. Had to have like a long below the knee pleated skirt. And they had to have pleats in them because when we had straight skirts, girls would like roll them up. And then, oh, but if they had okay. pleats, if you roll them up, the pleats go like that, like spread out. So you can like, you get told off if the, if the pleats weren't like pleated. Yeah. And then wild. we had a full shirt, tie, jumper, blazer, up to the knee socks and whatever shoes. We weren't how allowed to days? wear trousers. I'm sorry. How many um, like outfits did you have? Um, I had one blazer and then okay. like probably five shirts, two skirts. Okay, so like once a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the knee high socks. So like your skirt had to meet your socks or your little hoe basically. God. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know how y'all could hear everything back there in the 50s, but I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Yep, that's how it was. Basically, Yennefer, you know, once you've got past the whole Tris bed situation, Yennefer tells you more about her me megascope issues. And this is kind of where the quest turns into this like umbrella quest and it incorporates like three sub quests that you have to do to progress on to the next one. And you've got one for Yennefer, one with Eskel, and one with Lambert. Um, you can do them in any order, but since we're with Yennefer, we'll go on to Disturbance first. So Yen says that she thinks there's an energy source nearby which is generating disturbances, there's the name, that are making the crystals in her megascope malfunction. We need to find the source and neutralize it so she can contact somebody important. But yet again, I don't think she tells us who. So Yen gives us a pote stacquisitor. Potestiquator. Potestiquator, I think. Potestiquisitor yeah. is what I have. Potestiquisitor, that's what it is. Yes. Potestiquisitor, which is this handy device which will find the source. And the the louder it squeals, the closer you are. This amuses Geralt a lot. <laughs> yeah, Yen says, spare me your juvenile wit. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's the Geralt we want. We exactly. want the juvenile wit Geralt. Mm -hmm. I saw something on Twitter today, which was um, somebody wishing that Netflix Geralt was more like CDPR Geralt. And they specifically quoted the... Um, you smell wonderful at this funeral line. And they're like, Gerald is weird and Gerald is like dorky and yeah, inappropriate. And they're like, I want to see that Gerald, but Henry Cavill. <laughs> that definitely, the, he is definitely weird. Book Gerald is 100% weird as hell. Yeah. I'm trying to wonder if he was as goofy. He was quirky, but not like that, like the, smell wonderful at this funeral like i wonder if that would be something again from the books i might not remember hmm. but yeah the girl uh the game girl he's definitely 
he's kind of all over a little bit yeah with it but he's definitely with yen he's just really horny too especially yeah. that skelliga he sees her for the first time and god knows how long he's just like he can't cope it's shag <laughs> exactly um there's not much to this little quest, but you can have a chat with some people as you walk around. Um, you can try speaking with Uma, which doesn't really help. But again, Geralt's just really sweet when he tries speaking with Uma. He's like, can I help you? Um, where is Not Siri? working you too hard. Yeah, is Vesemir, you know, keep it looking after you and everything. And he knows that all Uma can say is Uma, mama, Uma, mama. Oh, um, let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear the Uma voice. But you're really good at it. Well, now you just set it up. You, you try yours. <laughs> Mine would be like, yeah yours is really good yeah i don't know why like when did you discover that you can do that i think it must have been just trying to do it but boy my voice is generally pretty deep but at times yeah i can bring it up there and i won't try to i do i do it on stream at times and i'll try to hit that high note i won't do it here because it's recorded (laughs) and with that i don't know what it is it must be i wonder something like Uh, that (laughs) That was a hello, how are you doing today? That is um like hello. Latka from the show Taxi from the oh, 1970s. Because it's from the 70s. Yeah. And it was Andy Kaufman, this guy, but he's like, Latka, thank you very much. Da, 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 da. And so I think <laughs> I just got it from doing that because he was, I think he died in the 90s. Jim Carrey was in a movie called Man on the Moon. Uh-huh. And so I just do this like Andy Kaufman, just doing it. The, oh, mama, oh, mama. There, so, we yeah, there you go. Witcher 4, sign him up. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Hey, we had Uma in our S tier of characters. We did. We are pro Uma. We are, yes. Although, oh my God, there is there is a romance Uma mod. No, there's not. Yes, there is. And wow. now I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that in the Discord right after here. It is <laughs> horrific. Oh my god. Who's done that? A monster. A monster. <laughs> Like somebody worse than anybody CDPR well, could Geralt, think of to be the villain. Geralt romances Ge- Uma. Yeah, because it basically makes like Yen or whoever. Oh like my Uma. God. I know. And I've people have just like thrown it at me when I click on it. And I'm like, you mother <laughs> for making me see that. Now I'm going to oh make everybody God. see it. So yay. yes, everyone has to share in the pin. Um, and the third question that you can ask Uma is, do universals exist as real and distinct entities? What do you think about that? Uh, I Googled it, right? And I I didn't, I was like, right, I'll Google this and see what it means and like explain it to the podcast. I don't know. Like it's, it is some philosopher. I can't even say. Whoa, (laughs) philosophical. Philosophical. That's it. There you go. That's what it is. Um, Philosophical. Well, it didn't say like universal truths. It just says universals. Does it mean like universal truths? Yeah. Yeah. So I I Googled it, as I said, and I tried to figure out what it meant. And it it means universal truths. Yeah. Does one universal truth exist? And the the argument people were using was that a, a, a baby comes from a mother and a father. That is a universal truth. But are they, do they exist? As real and distinct entities, I don't know what that means. What makes you a mother? What makes you a father? Exactly. Just because you have a child, I would say you could say like maybe it comes from like a man or a woman. Yeah. But even then, nowadays. You just don't know? Then I will walk up to that minefield right there and back away. That's for Geralt and Uma to decide. Yes. Uh, but just the epistemological argument or discussion about that. 
put that in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there. Um, we can have a quick chat with Vesemir also. Um, we tell him that we met up with Amir and he just very quickly reminisces about the war with Nilfgaard, the Battle of Sodden and how the mages used to be heroes back in the day, but it mustn't be the case anymore. Doesn't really talk about much more than that. Um, so we kind of play hot or cold around Kermorin to find this mysterious, powerful source. And the, oh shit, what was it called? The po Potestiquisitor. There we there go. go. Potestiquisitor is going wild when we're close to Uma. So at one point you think it might be Uma that is this magical source, but it turns out to be this stack of crates, which contains some dimeritium or dimeritium bombs that Lambert made. And they need to be moved out of the way in order for the telescope, sorry, megascope to work. Vesemir sorts that out and we return to Yennefer to tell her. And she seems to think that Lambert has left them there on purpose uh, because she says he's not stupid. He's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's so perfect. That's absolutely yeah. perfect. One thing I forgot to mention oh. is Vesemir says something to Geralt. I don't remember. And Geralt just goes, yes, Uncle Vesemir. Yeah, he does. And again, this is that gamey, like bitchy Geralt that I love. And mm -hmm. the way he delivers it. Yes, Uncle Vesemir. Like it's so condescending and uh, not uh, patronizing, I guess, of it, of Uncle Vesemir. Yeah, it's when um, I love it. It's when Vez tells him, you know, watch Uma. Whilst I go and yeah. sort this out. And he's like, yes, Uncle Vez, and like sulks away. <laughs> but it is. And it's also just like he's home and yes. he's going to act like this at home. And he doesn't act like this away from Kara Morin, because this is where when you're on the path and you're alone, mm -hmm. Geralt's his own man. He's a lone wolf, a lone white wolf, if you will. Doesn't put up with anybody's crap, except probably Yen's. <laughs> and he's back home here. And it's almost where he's not in charge because... Yeah. Vesemir is number one in charge, and then Yen has come in to be kind of in charge of him of what everything is going on. Mm. So he can be told what to do. There's no responsibility other than what's given him, and he can be a little bitch like this, which I love. Yeah, it's hilarious. And he does just feel a little bit more relaxed rather than being like, especially some of the quests we've been doing recently in Skellige, he just has no time for people's shit right now. So he he definitely feels a lot more himself. Oh, that's right. This everything. Look, you fucking Skelligans. I don't yeah. have time for your petty feuds. Get me the hell out of here. Yeah, he's very glad to be home. home. <laughs> your people, man. Can your people just handle everything themselves? Come on. I know. They're the worst, right? They are. <laughs> Oh yeah, so now the megascope is working and Yennefer says, Yennefer is kind of like extending an olive branch here. She's, you know, I'll let you stay here for the call. She's trying to prove that she trusts them because earlier on in the quest, Geralt was saying, you know, don't you trust us? You've come in here, you're ordering us around, you don't tell us anything. Is there trust issues? And she she's kind of saying, no, right, stay here. We're going to contact this elven sage called Ida. And Yennefer specifically requests that Geralt please behave on the call. <laughs> Ida, oh, I, I love Ida mainly because her Gwent card, there's a kitty oh, on there. Is there? Oh. Yeah. In the premium, turns around, you just hear that, like, and oh, just, really? Like, it hissing. It's like, oh, it's her oh, cat. Cute. She's got a little kitty on there. I know. That is sweet. Um, She pops up anyway, and Yennefer is basically asking for her help um with the curse. She recites the curse to Ida in hope that she'll know how to lift it. And Ida kind of seems visibly shocked when she's hearing these words. She says that she's heard them in legends and the kind that do not end happily. 
so I think she tells Yennefer some ways of lifting the curse and then she specifically asks to speak with Geralt before they go. She begins reciting Ithlene's prophecy and then at the end she says, you know, be careful Gwynblade for you will be the one to determine if the seed bursts into flames. Yeah, there's oh there's so much so much to uncover from there. But yeah, Gwynblade that's elder speech for Witcher. And like they lead off with Raphael Elaine, which anybody like me, the Scoia'tael at heart, they're going to know what that is. I know former guest Tracy, yeah. she's going to know exactly what that is, the elves and all that. And then, yeah, this is Ithlian's prophecy that talks about the seed that will sprout and burst into flames and destroy the world. And yeah, just telling Geralt, hey, this is on you, buddy. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, nothing. You thought you had pressure before? No, this is it. Ithlian's prophecy, I know if anybody's listened to when we covered the show, like I generally just get goosebumps from it. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. No other piece of media has like prophet. I usually don't like prophecies like yeah. with with Game of Thrones has it's not in the show. It's in the books, the Azora High and all the oh, prince yeah. was promised. And at that, I'm just like, OK, do I need to care about this? There's 73 other things to care about. <laughs> Is it going to go anywhere? And prophecies just always seem kind of easy and boring to me like in harry potter you're the chosen one i've talked about that ad nauseum yeah, that's it. how much yeah. the chosen one character arc to me is just done to death even like the skywalkers so i'm done with all of that and maybe because siri is um a main character not in her story you know what i mean like we're following Geralt, and it's yeah. just not all about siri all the time with her there yeah Ithlian's prophecy i get goosebumps hearing it and just here it's setting that stage for this is it. This is larger than life. It's an existential dread and it's up to Siri and now Geralt as well. Yeah, she's like specifically called out Geralt saying, it's going to be you that determines if this basically goes to shit. <laughs> and who is it actually calling out? Who controls the player? Oh, this guy. Exactly. Our decisions, yes. everything. This is another time where it almost like it doesn't smack you across the head because he Ida doesn't literally look at the camera and say, you <laughs> Break the are fourth doing wall. It. But it's saying, Geralt, you're in control and our decisions with Siri do matter. Yeah. And I don't think I would have picked up on this until my second playthrough. Oh, like, you know, I, when no, you know, yeah. like at the end, I, you know, you make your decisions and then you get an ending. And I didn't really figure out until the end what made you get what ending because you kind of think you kind of get like a flashback of certain decisions you've made. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, ah, okay. Right. Okay. And then you put two and two together of like how you treat serious going to determine whether the seed bursts into flames. Exactly. Yeah. So once you, once you know, it is like a big bonk on the head, <laughs> but the call ends, uh, we hang up and Yen seems to know what she has to do. Uh, but first, we need to see how the Witcher bros are getting on with their tasks. So we need to go and help Lambert uh, upgrade the phylactery. And we need to help Eskel hunt some forktails, those ones that we saw earlier. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. Next time. So I have one final note on here. Yen bitches at Geralt some more. Yeah. Because <laughs> as soon as a call and she's like, why'd you act like that? I told you not to act like that. Yeah, unless you pick very specific dialogue lines, if you do one wrong, she's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> she just does not have time. No, nope. she does not have time. Well, yeah, I guess Yen would be mad. Yeah, because again, she asked you to act right. 
You can choose not to, but it's always so much more fun it to is. choose the ones you know. Because like you can greet her as Raphael Lane or basically with the sup. Sup, Ida. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sup, sup, Ida. How you doing? I remember you. I'm pretty sure she was in The Witcher too. Oh, really? Sure she was. Yeah. And I am trying to. Ooh, I got to sneeze on the end of my nose. I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to dance it away, but okay, there it goes. I was trying to do it. I'm like, I'm about. I'm about to just kind of do all that. <laughs> all right. So that will be next time. We will bait a fork tail, go to the final trial. We will see Eskel and Lambert's. And oh, Eskel, oh. get ready for the comments. And people to be like, oh, show Eskel. Show Eskel. three Eskel. I know. All right. So yeah, these are kind of going to be a little bit, not say more quicker, but we're getting into the depths here because after this, Man Act 2 really kicks off. This it is really where it does. really starts to hit the fan. All right. So again, big thanks to Mark 983 producing, putting this all together. Make sure if you want, if you're listening in audio form, check out that video. If you do watch in the video form, much appreciated, please like also comment. That really, really, really helps as you have it on, click it, comment down there, ask a question, answer it, whatever. It really helps in there to get in that all non-forgiving or unforgiving algorithm get that out there more people can find it so just make sure you like and subscribe it really helps and it's very easy to do literally one click of your finger (laughs) find us on twitter at witcher podcast email witcherpod at gmail.com instagram at witcherpod the new discord link will be there below again join up introduce yourself join in all of these great conversations also the patreon link below will be there as well if you want to hear what we have to say about Game of Thrones, oh just my God. can't get enough. I can't, can't get enough of us talking. Mm. I know I'm actually, like you said, my expectations, they're not low. I don't, I don't care to think about the final season of Game of Thrones, whatever. Yeah. But I think they learned from their mistakes. And I they agree. know what was good. They're going to give us what we want. Intrigue and dragons. <laughs> yes, exactly. Give me dragons and give me like epic conversations around a table and then a dragon. And badass both. dragon armor that yes. I've seen already. Yeah, All right. I don't think my expectations are low. They're just, I don't have any. You just don't have any. That's exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. All right, Lucy, where can we find you? You will find me at Lucy J. Robin on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And we are both still obsessed. I'm obsessed with Elden Ring. Completely. I'm so obsessed with Elden Ring. I, mean, I can't like, cope. I'm still, I'm not looking up stuff where I'm ahead, but I keep looking at things like I found and what I've done. Mm. And at night, I'm just, I have to put my phone away and it's keeping yeah. me up. And the music, the oh music my God. Okay. The, okay. I don't think I will ever say just for nostalgic purposes that the music will be better than The Witcher 3, almost in anything that I play. Yeah. Damn, Elden Ring music is. The boss music is so cool. It is incredible. Like, do yourself a favor and look up the OST, the soundtrack. The, I can't remember what's called that Godskin Apostle that I fought is this like choir operatic medieval sounding like religious dirge almost. And oh my God, like it's incredible. Game's incredible. Music is I was never going to say anything's better than The Witcher 3, but it's, it's getting up there. I'm only like a third of the way through the game. So I don't know yeah. where I am in the game, but fuck, I'm, I'm going to be there probably <laughs> till December. <laughs> probably. I'm trying to do that in case I'm the so DLC slow. drops. Yeah. All right. You can find me on Twitter at TheFoxBride4 and on Twitch and Instagram at TheFoxBride. Join us next time as we bro down with The Witchers.